Finding in the darkness glimmering on the ennobling task of feeling and being felt by Sean Perel. Over the past few weeks, I've often noticed the part of me that longs for silence, for inner coherence in a fractured world. The part that doesn't want to say a word that could disturb the air, nor add an ounce of the weight of my heart, the inverse of hope which Emily Dickinson described as the thing with feathers, to the too delicate balance of so many others' hearts. It takes time, integrity, and inner resource to orient towards the din of humanity's anguish and rage. Our prefrontal empathic sensors weren't built for this scale. In some moments, usually toward evening, I've found myself in an inarticulate withdrawal, like a simple sea thing. I've noticed the trees bear themselves to the elements as they curl warmly inward, and I've noticed within myself a seasonal instinct towards self-preservation. We have seasons when the leaves fall from us, revealing our bare bones, writes Catherine May. Mary Oliver once wrote, I hardly move, though really I'm traveling a terrific distance. At surface, I may appear as though distracted. In fact, I'm accustomed to being interpreted as aloof, and I've worked with the resulting relational nuances throughout my life. My people, the ones who know me well, have learned over the years to soften toward my tendency to slip into the primordial. They understand the moments when I'm at once far away and too near. These moments might sound unproductive, even myopic, like pressing an ear into the oceanic drone of a shell, but they are really seasons of integration and calibration. Joy Harjo's poem for calling the spirit back from wandering the earth in its human feet begins with the indelible imperative, put down that bag of potato chips and counsels. Call upon the help of those who love you. These helpers take many forms, animal, element, bird, angel, saint, stone, or ancestor. Call your spirit back. It may be caught in corners and creases of shame, judgment, and human abuse. You must call in a way that your spirit will want to return. Speak to it as you would to a beloved child. Stop anesthetizing, the poet says. Call upon the help of those who love you. Call to your spirit as you would to a beloved child. The first of the four noble truths, which meditation teacher Henry Shookman rephrases as ennobling tasks, is the truth of suffering. The truth of suffering is the host who meets us at the door of spiritual practice. To step in, we must allow ourselves to feel, or in David White's words, to turn down through the black waters to the place we cannot breathe. Those who will not slip beneath the still surface on the well of grief, turning down through its black water to the place we cannot breathe, will never know the source from which we drink, the secret water cold and clear, nor find in the darkness glimmering the small round coins thrown by those who wished for something else. David White, The Well of Grief. A disclaimer from your therapist friend here. Skillful means are necessary to come into relationship with any unbreathable place. Titration helps. For example, we can find internal presence, touch into a feeling briefly, and then guide our attention back outward, noticing light, objects, colors, sensory input, etc. If there's the potential for trauma triggering, practice this with professional support. As shunya is to porna, emptiness to wholeness, depths of quiet can open us ultimately to the great hum of our common well-being. In this native place, with its secret water, cold and clear, 
we can offer our broken bits to the healing source. We can learn to drink, to receive. Kintsuji is the Japanese art of mending broken pottery. If a bowl is broken, rather than discarding the pieces, a rushi tap is, sap is mixed with gold, silver, or platinum and applied to the faults. The wound is tended with lacquer, skill, and utmost care. And thus, wholeness and transformation, a seasoned beauty, is reclaimed. The art of mending pottery symbolizes what David White describes as finding in the darkness glimmering the small round coins thrown by those who wished for something else. It's what Harjo Harjo refers to as the practice of calling the spirit back. Our task is simply to listen deeply in order to remember, to piece back together our willingness to feel and to be felt. The beauty is in finding and in being refound. It's a grace in my life that my people know when to take my hands and call me back. Friends, we must do this at times for each other. We must love each other well enough to know when necessary, how to call each other back. Courage is our sap. Thanks so much for listening. If you find value in these essays, here's how you can support the guest house. Become a subscriber at seanparel.substack.com and please rate, review, and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'll leave you with an original song by Serena Joy Bixby for all of us still learning what it means to be human. Is it love? Is it hate? Grief or heartache or what does it mean to be human? Is it tears? Is it laughter? Is it not knowing? What comes after? What does it mean to be human? Well, I'm sure I don't know this love.
being